Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 100 of the Stacey June Show. Today is a self centered Sunday podcast, and today I want to talk about 2020 and getting curious. Hello, my beautiful friends. I have the biggest grin on my face uh, as I start to record this podcast, the 100th episode and the final for the year. Uh, And we launched it this year, so... um, it's such a beautiful full circle moment for me. I didn't really realize it was the 100th episode until I started recording. And to be honest, I've been pretty hard on myself for being quite inconsistent over the past month uh, with this podcast. And now that I land here on the 100th episode to finish up the year, finish up the first year of this show, uh, I feel like I understand it all. And I um, it all just makes so much sense. I'm Stace. I'm the host of the Stacey June Show. Thank you so much for joining me today um, on the last episode of 2019 and the last episode as I know it before I give birth to my first child. So it is a really big moment and time for me to um, just assess uh, what what has gone down this year, have a bit of a chat about what I can expect and look forward to for next year. But it is a self-centered Sunday podcast and it's a thought that I'm having or an emotion I'm going through that I want to share with you, but particularly today I've got an emotion or I suppose I guess an intention that I'd like you to have for yourself moving into 2020 if it fits and if it serves. So I have got a bit about me, but then I've also got a bit of a dedication or I guess a question or a um, request that I'd like to put to you moving into 2020, um, particularly because the first begin- first part of the year, I won't be having these chats with you. And, um, and I just want to make sure that I put forward my hopes and my dreams and my my, my, you know, I guess um, my wishes for what your what your first quarter of the year looks like. But yeah, it has been an incredible year. The Stacey June Show launched at the beginning of the year, and it was such a big thing for me. Particularly, which was weird because I'd 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 worked in broadcast and particular and particularly podcasting for such a long time. But at the beginning of the year, podcasting took off here in Australia in such a different way. It became a commercial entity. A lot of us started making money from the things we were doing and it became really competitive and really saturated. Like there's so many different shows. So it was a different process for me to launch a show in a time where everybody knew what a podcast was. Everybody had their favorites. There were so many different things to choose from. Not to mention it was my first solo project uh, working in broadcasting and doing the kinds of I guess monologues and big episodes that I would do by myself 
it was and the type of content as well was so nerve-wracking for me because self-development self-care self-help um and different talking about different modalities opening up my soul to that part of my life to you um was very new for me and whilst I've always been open you guys know that if you followed me from the thinker girls or you followed me on any of my radio shows what you see is what you get but there was a part of my life particularly my self-development side and the interest I had in self-care that was very personal and very private and so it wasn't until this year and probably a little bit towards the end of last year that I started to realize this wasn't just a, a part of my life it was such a big part of who I was and who I am and I also started to realize there was such a big part of me that could help and serve and contribute and I really wanted to do that so it has completely taken off in such a different way. I, I really didn't set at the beginning of the year with these kinds of strict goals or all of this, I guess, motivation behind ambition or strategy or really thought-led uh, concepts and plans. Instead, I really took it back and asked myself at the beginning of the year what was going to feel good for me. And I created a bit of a vision board built on what I felt like would feel good and cause me as little anxiety as possible and allow me to see if I could flourish by completely following my heart. And I have done that and then some, and there were all these extra things that were thrown in the way that I'm so proud to say it was so worth it. It was so it felt so risky to to not have all of this strategy and this thought behind my my vision, um, because I've been able to achieve a lot by following that process. But I wanted to mix it up because I had in the past, as you guys would have known, got to a point. It was almost like a bit of a ceiling or a a, a point where I was kind of capped, and I felt like. I could achieve anything I wanted, but I felt like I'd gotten to this peak of my life where I wanted to smash through something higher. And and I think that was because a lot of the ambition or the dreams or the planning I was doing was was really coming from my mind and my thoughts and kind of a an external influence that was factoring a lot of the things I was doing. I was teaming it with heart and I was teaming it with authenticity. So there's nothing to say that I was doing anything that I wasn't loving and it was fake, but the driver, the real core, the right in my, the bottom of my spine, that that, that sacral chakra, that real perineum area that I've spoken about a lot, a lot this year, right from there, I wasn't, I, I guess I wasn't really creating from that real foundational space uh, because it's scary. And so when I decided to make all of these changes and, and run my life from that place, uh, I was really unsure what to expect. And it was interesting because I did do a survey a week or so ago about the kinds of things you liked on the show. And one of them was the Self-Centered Sunday podcast, which was always one of the episodes that I often, I did from my heart. It was a complete um, just kind of hard expression to you every week that I didn't really think too much about, that I came to the microphone, I sat here and I went, what do I want to express? Like where, what am I sitting in? And even though sometimes I would ramble on for 15 minutes by myself, just talking to you, I, 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 there was half of me that was like, is it too much just me? And then the other half of me was, it is my most honest contribution 
to the world. <laughs> so it was really conflicting and it's so nice to have read that um, that a lot of your favourites, the majority of your favourite podcasts that dropped on this show, I dropped three different episodes every week, um, was the Self-Centred Sunday podcast. So I'm so glad that it resonated with you and that you've taken things away from it. Um, beginning of next year, we will continue to drop uh, the episodes across from 2019 into 2020. So we'll just do a rerun just like you'd watch Friends on a different channel um, or, um, you know, like you can go back and binge stuff that repeats and repeats and repeats. I'm really hoping that you are able to still get some gems and maybe even learn new things or have different awakenings at different points of your life next year that you'll need to know hear these, these real timeless messages because I think it's important that even I, when I would do stuff, I was like, okay, I definitely have thought about that or sat in this place at a different point of my life but it it is always so interesting at how different one emotion can be three years on that you might be working through than it was three years before so yeah so you can expect that from this podcast next year and and how we'll move from there I don't know it is a really interesting time for me going into this preg going into the birth um, after obviously being pregnant for uh, most of the year and it's been such an incredible thing and, and I, I really wanted to share the things that I felt like I've achieved and I really want you to use this as a, a space for you to do the same. So a bit of a ritual or a bit of a, I guess, a recap is something that I do very naturally. It's I start to get very reflective around Christmas time and around the beginning of December where I start to think about the new year but I also think about the things that I wanted to achieve or the things I did and didn't even know I wanted like this year because so much of what was heart-led that I didn't necessarily have all of the how or when or uh, where to, I guess, the ideas. So it was, I got lots of surprises. So it's been a little bit of a, oh yeah, that happened. And oh yeah, I started that. I mean, I fell pregnant and uh, for many of you, um, are, well, many of you would be aware, but if you're not, Ben, my husband and I had a really challenging um, kind of emotional, uh, just soul-shaking, life-changing journey to get here. And I think lots of people do in their own way. I think we really used it as this incredible deep dive into who we were, who we wanted to be as a couple and and really shaking off things that we needed to shake off in, in order to have this baby. Um, and it was also really hard to do physically because of the situation um, that Ben was in a few years with his cancer. If you haven't listened to that show, or sorry, if you haven't you haven't really heard much about that process and you know anyone that's going through fertility treatment, you know anyone that's struggling to fall pregnant or you're interested just yourself on our journey, uh, there is a separate podcast that we recorded through that time called Couple Goals Question Mark and I'll put the link in show notes if you want to hear but um, for most of you you know that it was a pretty big journey for us so when we fell pregnant it was it's been a life-changing experience not just the the process to get here but but in particular the just the person that I felt like I've finally been able to become and the transition period that I've been really craving for I think the majority of my life subconsciously um, in order for me to become from a woman to a mother which is called matrescence which is this beautiful uh, word to describe the process of becoming maiden from maiden to mother 
and it's I've got a whole um, a whole video on that on my Instagram TV if you are interested in that concept a little bit more. But it was um, yeah, it was it's just been so magical. It's it's had its challenges. It's certainly um, it's grounded me even today. Just the the, the sheer speed that I can travel is just so humbling to me. I was at the shops coming out of an appointment and um, just walking back to my car and feeling so happy at how slow I was traveling and how grounded and how happy I was to just be nowhere in a rush. And I can't be. That's the other amazing thing about it. (laughs) I can't rush. I've got, you know, five extra, six extra kilos on my stomach. Um, and it's, I don't know, there's just so many cool little things that I've learnt through this time that I, I'm so interested and intrigued to see where they go in terms of storytelling or content or, or parts of my personality in the future because I've I've just gained and really been so immensely inspired by being pregnant and, and the process of transition but mostly also the the process of my body change as well it's just been such an incredible experience i've loved it it's been hard at times but it's been the best and so um this year has been the year of that and really diving in giving myself the space to just immerse myself in every single little crevice of that experience and i'm so grateful that i've been able to do that i'm so grateful i wasn't working in some big high-flying radio job or doing something else that was taking me away from that time um i think that is something that i never knew i would want and never would have anticipated that I would have wanted such presence and I don't think I would ever have had the guts to create the space voluntarily to have that presence and have that immersion of um, of my life into this pregnancy unless it was forced and it was kind of forced and in a way I look at it probably not as the word forced but more as a I was completely protected and that started a year and a half ago when everything started to change for me work-wise. So I am very grateful today sitting here and and having gone through this process and being at the very end of my pregnancy, um, I'm so, so grateful. It might not happen again. You know, I I don't know if I'll I'll have all this space that I've had this time around next time. Um, I hope, at least I know that I'll be looking for it as much as I can because I've had it. But I have not taken one single second of this for granted. So um, I'm feeling very grateful and, and very just kind of pondering that that real change in my life this year. And it'll be a special year for me forever. I became a coach, a self-care coach. I started with group coaching and, and so many of you signed up to that straight up at the beginning of the year and then was really nervous to do one-on-one stuff and, and really felt like there was a pulling for me to do that, um, led by a lot of you that listen and and that follow me and that we're interested in working more intimately. So I listened and I trusted and I did it and it has been such a fucking incredible experience, such an exchange of energy from me to you um, and you to me. So it's just, I've loved it. So that will be probably the first 
Uh, the first thing on the agenda, as soon as I start to think about working next year, I imagine that uh, my coaching will open up. So um, that will be, uh, I'll, I'll let everybody know on my mail list uh, that information um, as soon as that happens. So if you are looking to do any kind of coaching, I'm not sure how I'll structure it, if it will be as intense of needing to do so many months. Um, for those of you that have done any group coaching or any um, one-on-one coaching, I will be opening up pop-up sessions. So you'll be able to do just one-on-one on one and one-off sessions with me. But if you haven't done anything like that for me before, TBC on how we'll structure that. But I'll definitely be back next year because I've loved it. What else have I felt like I've gone through this year? And play along with you to yourself, like yourself too. I really want this to be a bit of a reflection podcast for yourself. And even if afterwards or you pause it for now and you go back and think about all of those things or you potentially um, – do it after the show. I really want you to go through and have a bit of a think about the things that you've achieved and felt really good about. I must also say I'm so out of breath. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I'm, I usually talk this fast, but I'm going to have to slow it down a little bit because I don't know if it's like the fact that I'm not really working out or if I, my lungs are all squished because of this baby or what the GO is, but I'm like huffing and puffing over here like some absolute numpty. So please bear with me. Um, of course, as I said, I launched this podcast. Um, I got back into radio as a solo uh, broadcaster and radio announcer, which was a real a big tick for me. Just it was such a bizarre experience and doing that again was so much fun and I was really glad to, that, to have had that and, and really got that passion and love back and that trust that that, that will always be there when it's supposed to be. Um, and I did my first talk and, uh, you know, I sold other online shows and online, online podcasts, sorry, online courses and I don't know, I just really ran my own race. It was just, a, it was a really good year to try new things. And I think, um, I think I did them all without there being a real stress on the deadline. Like my talk ended up really coming to fruition right at the last quarter. Um, and it, it was because I wasn't really, really attached to all of these things. Uh, I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it on my own. And so I teamed up with the wonderful, beautiful minds and we did it in Sydney a few weeks ago and it was such a success. We will be doing the Finding Your Intuition workshop um, live in Melbourne in May in 2020. And it's it was just the best. I, I It was just the best. So there'll be plenty of more events next year um, that I will I'll fill you in as well. But I think more importantly with that just kind of rolling off my my career stuff and the work stuff and the stuff you know about. I want to also talk to you a bit about the things that I feel like I've achieved personally. And this is pretty vulnerable because it's a lot of it's uh, real emotional, I guess, uh, personality work, you know, who I am, the kind of human design of who I am and, and how I want to redesign parts of myself to be the best person I can be. And, and again, not from this this ambitious, you know, kind of fancy, impressive person, but from these, this kind of Buddhist virtue place of kindness and treating people well and, and going to bed at night with a clean slate, knowing that I am trying to be the best person I can be in terms of my humility and my love that I give and my, and my attention and my presence. And so I, I encourage you to do the stuff that you've achieved from a work perspective or from a 
you know, from a goals perspective, but then the next list I would love to see you make would be what I'm about to share with you, which is that real personal achievement that you've you've done, the work you did maybe with a counsellor or a friend or something that you set to do, maybe you did, you actually broke up with somebody or you've worked through a heartbreak. You know, it could be that you have didn't have the courage to say something to a friend the year before and you've done that this year. Whatever it is, have a real think about this. But a few of mine were, I do think I've become a better partner this year. I'm certainly not a perfect partner, but through a lot of really hard times over trying for this baby and and figuring out, I guess, some real yucky, um, unattractive traits that I carried on from my childhood and from what I was taught, it was very, very hard for me to get out of certain habits. And one of them was my anger. My panic attacks would really play out in anger and Ben was often in amongst that anger. Um, I have worked so incredibly hard to move that from energy work that I've done to be able to be aware of what my triggers are, to be aware of when I feel panicky and that 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 may not necessarily mean I necessarily want to have a fight, that it's it's actually more about some fear or some some little girl kind of scaredness in me, you know, really trying to just not just not break apart and kind of analyze, but I mean eat the chicken fully. And when I say chicken fully, this is the picture that's come to my head. There's like a roast chicken and it's got to the end of it and you're so hungry, you're like literally chewing off all the little bone bits. You're picking it apart. You might even eat a bone. You're really trying to get to the intricacies of every single part of that meat. That is how I've tried to get with my anger and, and really stopped hating on myself for the fact that I inherited that and it also was a way that my panic played out. I avoided it for so long because I felt the word anger was such an ugly word and it was such an unattractive thing for a girl to be and it was such a embarrassing, you know, um, undignified, ungraceful part of my personality. And I didn't really realize that I was aiming to be graceful or dignified or respected. But those are things that I, I do really um, honor in myself and, and, I, and I do have a part of, but I wasn't even able to see that I have dignity and that I can be graceful and that I, that I have these feminine traits because I, I wouldn't even look at my anger enough for me to see that I had other things that also kind of made me not a complete awful person. So my anger was almost so avoided that I wouldn't even celebrate other parts of myself that I was fearful I didn't have because of my anger, if that makes sense. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So when I started to really look at it, 
not only was I able to get control over it a little bit better and it's still something I'll continue to work on, but I also was able to kind of nourish it a bit and, and understand why those things are the way they are. And I was then also able to see that the things I was scared I wasn't because of my anger, I was. They were just kind of covered up by the lack of addressing this part of my personality. So it really opened up a lot for me and I'm very proud of the, the work that I did because I was motivated by this child. I was very motivated about not having them, you know, witness that in me and look, I'm sure they definitely will at some points, but I just knew that there was work to be done and I started doing that work well before we conceived this baby and I do believe that I needed to do some of that work before we were, were, were lucky enough to be planted with this little bubba. I trusted this year more than I've ever trusted in so much of the unknown and so much of a process of life that I'd never really done before, which is just completely surrendering and living from heart decisions. So that's what all my Finding Your Intuition workshops and work is about, is that making decisions on your life and in your life drive completely drive from your heart and your gut as opposed to your mind. And so it's actually quite fitting that I ended up teaching this at the end of the year and really practiced it myself this year because I had practiced in the past and I understood the concepts and I definitely knew it worked in different parts of my life, but not to the extreme levels that I did this year. So it's kind of nice to think that I really lived what I preach um, and did it in such a big way this year in such a risky way, a lot of people would think. But now I've understood that it, and I would have explained that as risky last year and now living it and breathing it all the time every day this year, I actually think it's the least risky work I'll ever do. Um, I got comfy in transition. I got comfy in the unknown, which was such a really tough thing for me as a kid that was just constantly moved around and felt very unstable a lot of the time, control and and being either A or, you know, in A or Z and anything in between was just so uncomfy. I just tried to control all situations and this year I really got comfortable in the middle part, in the uncomfortable part. It didn't feel fun all the time, but I just stopped resisting so much. Um, I embraced my inner yin without even really doing much yin. I, when I was tired, I allowed myself to sleep. When I haven't felt like exercising or doing anything really yang-like or, or kind of fitness heavy, I've just nourished this part of myself and just really embraced the feminine changes within my body as I've been pregnant. And I think that's why so many people say, you look so beautiful or God, pregnancy suits you because I have embraced every single yin part of myself, which has not always been easy because I'm a yang, I can have that real drive personality and I want to do and I want to get to-do list done. And, and there's been elements where I have still done that, but when I haven't felt like doing that, I haven't pushed myself. And the majority of the time I have been in a more yin place, but it's been a healthy yin place, a good balance. Um, and I think lastly as well, I I really decided to be okay with lots of unknown and just really focusing on my life bit by bit. We've kind of discussed a bit of a five-year plan, Ben and I, and that came up really naturally. It wasn't really like, okay, we're having a baby, we have to do this. 
we thought, okay, let's think about where we might want to live because I was starting to analyze friendships and relationships and different things around me, immediately around me and thought about the kinds of people I want this baby to know. So then that really opened up a whole big conversation of if we were to move somewhere else, where we would, would we want to be in five years? Would it be there? Would it not? And we just focused on things that felt good and not good and address those in the moment. And then all of those other big conversations naturally came up from there. They didn't come up from because we put pressure on the situation or felt like we had to sort shit out because of X, X and X. I'm having a baby, so I must do this. Or I am, you know, I'm unsure about my work future, so I must lock myself in here. None of our decisions were made from that place. All of them were for com- from coming back and saying when things didn't feel right we addressed them when things things felt right we really celebrated them and we've made decisions and calls on our life and our plans and our future built on those types of uh, foundations so that's enough about me and the year that I've had um I think I really want to turn the spotlight over to you now and and encourage you to have a bit of a think about 2020 in a way that I guess I've gone into this year and that is that I really want the focus for you in whatever way this looks for you and however it looks is to have an intention of curiosity, to be inquisitive about who you are and who you truly are and what that person wants in their life moving forward in 2020. So when I say that, I mean there's so many things that we kind of can, you know, use with our brain. And I spoke about this with Deborah Beers in setting your goals, that it needs to come from a heart place. It needs to come from a place where you feel like you're yourself. You need to know your intuition. You need to know your gut in order for you to, to really make decisions from this place. But if you don't know that right now and you're not 100% sure of how that all works yet, or maybe you do and you are still in the kind of foundation point or the transition period, I want all of us to go into 2020 with a really intense, beautiful, childlike level of curiosity that even if we do have things written down on our vision board or pictures stuck up or maybe we've got an idea of the kinds of holidays or things we'd like to do in the middle of the year or towards the end of the year next year or maybe we've got some ideas on our work or our relationship statuses or whatever it is, I want you to match it with this curiosity in the unknown. And not just the unknown about your life and the things around you, but the unknown within yourself. What have you yet, what are you yet to discover? What are you excited about not knowing? What space do you create for yourself to be curious and inquisitive? How do you set some time daily for there to be no plan and for the world to present itself to you? How are you able to be curious? What actions do you need to take for you to have space to leave a level of openness for you to be inquisitive about something? So many of us have filled our lives up with plans or social media or our phones or TV or, you know, right till we wake up, we're on our phone and then right till we go to sleep, we're on our phones. There is no space for us to not know anything. 
What can you do in your day for even just the first three months of 2020 where you can just create complete white space and noise and allow things to be possible, like a possibility as opposed to a known, where when you don't know an answer to something, you create space because something may come to you. How can we be more curious? How can we dig deeper in ourselves without necessarily having a kind of strict idea of what that self-work needs to be? How are we able to explore ourselves without there being a plan for it? And this is just a concept. It's just an idea. You don't need to walk out of here and listen to the show and, and kind of go, okay, I don't really, it's quite thick. I don't, I don't understand how to do it. All you need to do is create space for you to do it. All you need to do is open yourself up to create a bit of silence and see what comes to you. When you're unsure about something about yourself or you feel uneasy about something, try not to figure it out. Try to be curious about it, inquisitive about things, about people, about opportunities, about who you are, who you thought you were, who you want to be. Be curious, open and inquisitive about all of it. Stop being the master of everything and start being the student of stuff. Because this, my friends, is where we can get really fucking colourful with our lives, where we really can thrive, where things can just be magic all the time because we've given ourselves the space for them to present themselves. You need the trust and the courage to do it, but I'm really asking you for the beginning of the year to have this intention because I'm motivating you or asking you to do it or because you're so ready to go into the year with something different. And so that is what my wish is for you. This is my hope for you is that moving from 2019 into 2020, you offer yourself some space for curiosity, for you to be inquisitive about everything in your life, from the little decisions to the big ones, from the relationships you don't even know that you have yet or are coming for you to the ones that are so locked in, you feel like that you know exactly how they live and how they are and what they look like. Be curious with all of it. Even if you know your plan for the next 12 months, Be curious about the things that you don't know. That is my hope for you because that is exactly where I'm going to be and I want you to be with me too. I'm there because I'm going to become a mum. I'm going to have the biggest transformation of my life and I'm so excited at the curiosity it is being brought out in me because I've got no fucking idea and I'm about to hit it and I want you to share that with me too. You don't have to become a parent to have this new curiosity. I'm lucky because I've got, it's being forced on me. I don't have a choice. I have no idea what birth's going to be like. I have no idea what it's going to be like to feed a child from my breast with milk coming out of there and then it's creating some antibodies and, and some crazy beautiful like nutrients for my baby to keep it alive. Like that is a mind fuck. Like I have no idea what that's going to be like but I'm so curious about it all 
And I want to stay curious in the moment because I don't want to do it like the next Joe and I don't want to do it like the next girl, Laura, and I don't want to do it like the next girl, Sally and and Sarah and, and Penelope. I want to do it my way, but I don't want you to miss out on this level of curiosity for the beginning of your year just because you're not having a kid. I want it for you too. So why don't we all go into next year being curious? Keep me updated with how you're being curious. Be curious about my life and where I'm at even if I'm not posting all the time and not doing everything because I'm sitting in it wondering what will happen next from this little human and just being so immersed in the adventure and the inquisitiveness of this new life that I can't even really truly imagine. I, you know, I, I, I can't. And I want that for you. I want you to be so unsure about some stuff and be excited by that and be motivated by the magic. And I want you to create space for it. If you're not forced to get there like I am and, and not forced in the in the bad sense, but forced in a way where you're having a baby, you don't really have any idea. I want you to create that opportunity for yourself leading into next year where you have the space to have no idea about some stuff. Start something new. Start a course. Put yourself in situations where you have to be curious and you don't know the answers. If space in meditation or walking in nature or those kinds of things are some stuff that you're not interested in doing, then then put yourself in, in circumstances that you have to be in this in this curious space. Because I think we need to start being more kind of childlike but owning it in an adult way, that really understanding that we are controlling too much and that we're, we're almost ruining our lives by trying to figure them all out. We have to start seeing it little, a little bit more as an adventure and the greatest thing that this experience is doing for me is being totally okay with that and trusting that the, the relationships that will, will stick will stick and the ones that won't, won't. And the jobs that are meant to be mine will be mine and the ones that won't be, won't be. And that I don't know what they all look like and how it all works. And I don't know what kind of a mother I'm going to be and what kind of my family my dynamic sets up to be. But I don't need to know. I want to be in this curious state and I want to live my life like this more and more. So I hope that this has motivated you to go into your year a little differently, that it's exciting to have law, you know, work the law of attraction and have your goals. But I want you to do all of the things that we've spoken about this year, surrendering, trusting, losing the control and working with your intuition. But I'm hopeful for you, my intention for you moving into a brand new year at the very end of this beautiful work that we've done together on this show is for you to be inquisitive and curious in your own life. I want to say a very big thank you to those of you who do the work on themselves and join me and this community every week to do this as to the to the best of their ability to dive into figuring out who they are trying to be a better person taking responsibility and action on on their part on their stamp on the world trying to go back to their your purpose and and finding what that is to make the world a better place it sounds corny as fuck but I really see you and I'm, I'm so grateful that you're here with me and that we'll continue to be able to do some cool stuff together in the future. But particularly for those of you that have shown up this year and really worked the podcast, used the tools, 
thought about them, listened back to podcasts, not turned away from when they were too intense. And if you did turn away, you came back and you addressed some shit and you didn't put it under the carpet. I, I'm so grateful for people like you. I'm so grateful for the work you do on yourself. You help everyone around you and I'm just, I'm lucky to have you somewhere in my ethos. Um, so I'm so, so thankful for you turning up for me and listening to the show, but mostly for turning up for you. In, in the Sunday workshop, the Finding Your Intuition workshop that I did in Sydney, I, I couldn't get over how incredible the energy was. I'm going to get emotional now from all of the women that reminded me so much of myself that show up and just want to be a really good person that isn't doing self-care to be a wanker, that just just believes that we can get a lot out of our lives and that it's our responsibility to not sit in the shit and put our head in the crap and that when things don't go our way we we make everyone else's life miserable because we don't want to work through our shit and I looked at all these chicks and I was like fuck you guys are like me like I want to do that for myself and for for the for the way I want to live and I just was so totally impressed and in awe of those of you that showed up to that workshop but it goes to you guys that listen every week as well so thank you so much for being that person and for you know riding this this wave and this ride the same way that I want to okay I'm going to wrap up here. It has been such an unreal experience. I look forward to working with some of you in in the future. If you do want to keep up to date with all the stuff that I do next year, there's going to be so much that I do that I'm not even aware of that I I want to do. Um, There's going to be so many interesting parts of my journey that I'll share, some that I might start to keep private. I don't know, but I do know for sure that I will be back for some events next year. I'm going to do a lot of work with different modalities and different healers, different professionals, different doctors. I'm already in talks with three or four of them to do different events across the year, particularly for those of you that are looking to start a family. I want to do some work around that. I want to do some work about us working with our breath better. I want to do some more work with Megan uh, Trembath and Michael Trembath because I adore them. Um, So there's lots of events coming and I have one in Melbourne in May already, which is the Finding Your Intuition Worksheet. So if you are interested in any of those, stacyjune.com, sign up for the mail list is where you'll find out first. The book is coming out. The release date is TBC. It's been pushed back a little bit, so don't freak out, but I will give you the details as soon as I know them next year. Single Pringle is going to be the wellness guide for you to find ways to flourish in your solo life. I'm so fucking passionate about the work I've done in this book. I'm taking my time to make it even better than I, I thought it could be because writing has become such a passion of mine and I want to write more books. So I really need to make this book the best as it can. So you're going to have to be patient with me on that. It's my first and I did have plans to bring it out earlier than I think it will drop. So just bear with me on that. But it will be in the perfect time for you single people. Um, We've got some parties and celebrations and events around that as well. My coaching will continue early next year. So I will let you know about that on my mail list. 
and um, I will be doing a few online courses as well. So there'll be some new stuff that you can purchase if you haven't already worked this, the Single Pringle Values Workshop or the Finding Your Intuition Worksheet, which stays on my website. Um, it's evergreen. It stays there forever and you can purchase those products at any time. But I'll be adding to a few of those next year too. And with this show... With radio, with the way that I communicate best, the way that feels like home to me, it's a big TBC. I have a few ideas of how I'd like to progress this show next year. I don't know if that will be here by myself, if that will be with another team, if that will be how it will look, but um, it's something that is in my blood, so it will come out in some fruition when I don't know, so you'll just have to watch this space. But I will rerun a lot of the episodes at the beginning of next year to keep you, keep you, uh, keep your appetite wet um, and keep you up to date again on my mail list um, with all the info about that. So that is it from me. I'm going to sign off for 2019, sign off as the Stacey June that I know and get ready to become a mum and really go through this process. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast that I did with Ben this week. Um, if you are interested in where we're at with our pregnancy and our home birth plans and how we're feeling as a couple and and Ben will ask me some questions and stuff or has asked me some questions, um, you can go back and listen to that. But of course, you can find me always at support at stacyjune.com. My website is stacyjune.com with all of the different articles, different podcasts, different information you can find. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this year as much as I have putting the content on for you. And I'm so proud of this new phase that we find ourselves in. And I really beg you to consider my intention for 2020 for yourself, which is to be curious and inquisitive in all parts of your life. Have the best break, guys. I adore you and I cannot wait to catch up in the new year. See you on the other side, suckers. Bye-bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.